Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Paul and Jordana and DJ and you, thanks for joining us. A little bit of breaking news. It isn't a reality yet, but Elon Musk who just bought Twitter, says that he's going to bring the former President Donald Trump back onto the Twitter platform if oh he wants to come back. And so he doesn't own it yet, uh, a few months until he closes on this. Uh, but I'm just curious, and we want to get your opinion. Text us for now, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Does this leave you euphoric? Does it leave you deliriously happy? Uh, does it leave you with a sense of foreboding? What do you think about that breaking news? Stephen Belton, um, hate to ambush you with this, but <laughs> we hit you with a lot of stuff that's fresh that and week. breaking. And yeah. so, yeah, we want to get your opinion. What What do you think of Donald Trump back on Twitter? Well, uh, so hello, Jordana. And Hi, Paul. Stephen. Uh, Hi. I, I'm kind of used to I kind of joined this call with my flak jacket on because I'm kind of used to your, <laughs> your ambush question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I have to tell you, I'm kind of I'm sort of nonplussed about the whole announcement of what Elon Musk intends to do with bringing uh, former President Trump back. But I will also share that I don't miss the way that um, – the um, I don't miss the way that uh, Trump dominated the headlines uh, at all. Um, I don't miss being sort of caught up in his, you know, in his whirlwind of uh, of tweeting uh, every day and uh, all of, all that that meant. But uh, you know, if he comes back, he comes back. If he doesn't, he doesn't. It's okay. So yeah. I'll, I'll I'll live with it. Yeah. Okay. I remember that, like checking Twitter with like this apprehension, like, oh, God, what did he say now? What, what do we have to deal with today? You know, we like I would check it so trepidatiously because I was like, what's this new storm going to be like? So, I mean, it was a lot of drama and sometimes entertaining. But um, I hear you, Stephen. We all did. Well, I mean, I, I guess we had to. He was the president of the United States. You know, we all were yeah. reactionary yeah. to his whims. And and That's his right. and his fans said that look you're you're cutting off free speech when in fact it was under the terms and conditions of Twitter which yeah. is not a government entity it is a private platform <laughs> privately owned and apparently the former president violated the terms by inciting violence so well, that's well, why he was think, pulled. 
Yeah, I don't believe for a moment that Elon Musk is doing this because he's a champion of free speech. I think um, Elon Musk is a champion of capitalism, and I think it's good for his platform right. and for his new business um, for if, if, in fact, the deal goes through, uh, to have the president come back. Whether or not he supports uh, Trump politically, I don't know and don't care. But what this does is catalyze a lot of interest. Uh, it creates, a, you know, he becomes even more of a lightning rod for public interest and commentary, and that will drive business to Twitter. Yeah. It sure does. It sure does. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Stephen, we also had this conversation yesterday. I wanted to get your take on high-speed Internet. Yesterday, the Biden administration said 48 million, and I'm astounded that it's so many, but 48 million low-income households that don't have access. That's why I'm astounded, because 48 million don't have access. That's more than 10% of our country um, to high-speed Internet. And they are revealing that they are going to give them access to high-speed Internet and cap the cost at $30 a month for households that qualify. You know, the president says high-speed Internet is a necessity. And I, Paul and I agree. We, Paul said it was like water. It's you have to have yeah. it now. And I think um, yeah. I, I agree with all of those things. So how will that impact even people in our community? Are we one of the communities right. affected that don't have, have high-speed Internet? In certain yeah, absolutely, areas. absolutely. So they're they're actually they're a third of uh, it's actually thirty four percent of Black adults uh, in the United States have no broadband uh, high speed internet access. Um, but equally disturbing, this is a kind of a two headed uh, uh, snake here. You need both broadband access, but you also need a device in order to be able to access it uh, because, you know, having one without the other doesn't get you anywhere. And so uh, part of what the Biden proposal does, some of the plans that would be operated will offer, um, you know, discounts on devices. But I actually, I think it's the device that's going to be equally important. Here's what we learned at the Urban League during the pandemic. So, you know, think about what February of 2000 or was it 2020 or 2021. I've, I've lost track of time. When everything shut down here in Minnesota and across the country, the Urban League had to go remote. We had to start doing everything that we were doing. We had to start doing it remotely and digitally. And what we discovered was is that while we were able to do it, meaning our staff, we're able to get laptops. We're able to convert our programs that we had been doing online. We're able to that we had been doing in person to online. What we discovered was that our clients were not able to do it, and they were not keeping up with us. And because what was happening is we were learning that families uh, were operating. With, you could have a four or five person family, sometimes even larger, with a single or maybe two devices in their possession, and often that was a cell phone. And even more, that cell phone was one that was operated on these sort of, you purchase a block of minutes by the month kind of plan. That's no way to get it done, when, particularly when you have parents uh, and adults who are trying to work, perhaps remotely, children who are in education who are in school trying to do that remotely. It simply wasn't working. And so broadband Internet access was only part of the equation. The other half was having a device that would help it done. And by the way, Jordana, my understanding of the Biden program is that it doesn't cap uh, the cost of $30, but will produce programs that would be capped at $30. And so, meaning that it doesn't say that you can only charge up to $30 to right. provide right. Internet access, but rather it provides some programs that would, uh, some plans that would uh, have a $30 option. What I'm concerned about with some of those plans is whether they get all the bells and whistles that you and I are accustomed to uh, with our Internet service providers. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Stephen, 
Real quick question here. We're running out of time. wish these segments were longer, but uh, half a billion dollars going out to frontline workers who kept the wheels on the bus literally during the pandemic. Now the question is, who qualifies as a frontline hero? Uh, do you have any thoughts? When I mean, for me, it's apparent healthcare workers. Yeah, that that's a no brainer. Uh, but a lot of other people also stepped up and kept things going. What do you think about that? Who should get checks? I think our memories are really short, um, but I just remember how dependent I was on everybody from the, you know, from the people, the FedEx and UPS and yeah. United States. Postal Service who were delivering stuff to us, the people who stayed open at the drugstores, all of these people who were engaged and who did not have a choice uh, but to engage ought to be considered in there. And so personally, I say, yep, all the money is well spent. We owe them this thanks. Uh, and then our memories need to be a little stronger, a little more robust. We need to be a little bit more grateful uh, now that we are, seem to be over the hump. Uh, in, you know, and recognizing the people who made great sacrifices. Some of these people died, uh, Paul and Jordana, uh, because they uh, were because they had to work and because they caught COVID. And uh, I think we should never forget that. Yeah, agreed. And Amen. and we and also we know that uh, you know your brother uh, was also a, yep. a, a, somebody yep. who died during the pandemic, and we think about him and we remember him and um, oh, we you. honor him by by honoring the workers that that did help out. Absolutely. Thank you so much for saying that. No, no problem. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, the one thing we didn't address today, and maybe we can do this next week, uh, the, something called digital redlining was something yeah. I learned about recently. I'm sure you're familiar with it, as we are w- with redlining and housing, but uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about that uh, next week and how that affects marginalized communities. I'd love to do that. It's one more way that uh, it's something that can easily be unpacked and addressed, but it is an insidious problem. Happy to talk Good. about it. Okay. Yeah, maybe next week. Thank you, yeah. Stephen. Stephen Belton, the president and CEO of the Urban League Twin Cities. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Stephen. You're welcome. Good to be with you, as okay. always. But yeah, I want to talk more about that. It's uh, it's not something I fully understand, but I want to know more. And it's happening in our community. Uh, just another example of inequity, inequality, um, racism, you know, structural racism that has been going on. And I want people to know more about it, including myself. Yeah. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.